Welcome to the Pilot Boys Podcast, where you'll get the real on all things sports, music, and pop culture. And here are your hosts, Vishwant and Partha. Welcome to the Pilot Boys Podcast. We're on 150 this week, and this is our deep dive today. We're going to talk about uh, a topic that I think is resonating with me a lot recently based on um, you know life events. But the topic would be how to interact with folks who you know operate differently than you. And I, I'm keeping this like a really generally phrased, but like the the experience that's really drawn me to want to talk about this is this whole idea that I've been you know, having a lot of, we work with like so many different types of people and in, in the things I'm involved with. And a lot of the time folks will have really great talents or, you know, really be well suited as partners, but the way that they communicate may not exactly be the way you communicate or the way that they approach life may not be the way you approach life. And I think that when I was younger, my approach to people who didn't have the same values as me was I would just dip. I would just like not hang out with them. But for the interest of commerce, like it is to your advantage to be able to have relationships with people you're different than. So how do you actually go through and approach that? And, uh, you know, I think that's where I want to open it up. Um, but V, maybe maybe you can kind of start with some of your thoughts that come right off the top of your head from that topic. Well, I mean, it's like a lot of things, right? This is one of those things that you only get better at by working through it and actually working with people. Because I think all of us are, are, are driven um, naturally to, in an argument, in decision-making, to think that we're always right, right? And that's where I think kind of the problems come into play is when you're focused on being right and you're not thinking about the perspective that the other person is coming from, you don't realize that you may never win that argument even if you are right. If you don't take the time to understand how to communicate to the other person in a language and in a way that they actually understand. Um, and that actually just comes through a, a couple of things. I think one is the self-work we always talk about because it becomes very frustrating um, if you're constantly dealing with people and there's always miscommunication um, and you guys can never see eye to eye. It's much more harmonious if you are able to see eye to eye and communicate in a way that is effective, right? Um, yeah. And But what I will say is this, is that it actually takes the willingness, the second part is actually taking the willingness and having the willingness to actually put somebody else's perspective and look at what they have to say before you focus on what it is you have to say and what you have to communicate. Because if you're responding and they do this all the time, lawyers do this all the time, let them send the first offer, right? If you let them send the first offer, then you know what they're thinking and then you know how to counter. But if you send the first offer and you're so caught up in, in, in you know, implying your will on the situation Oftentimes, it puts you in a worse situation than if you would just focus, listen, say, okay, this is what this person is saying to me. This is what I understand about what they're trying to get across. How do I frame my my response in a way that will be conducive to a positive outcome and not just an argument or a fight? Yeah, completely agree. And I think the other thing is you have to be comfortable disappointing people. You know, that's a, I feel like 
I don't know if it's a brown thing, but I feel like I was raised with this mentality that I have to make other people happy. And I like have found a lot of peace in in being able to disappoint people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a huge challenge. It's a huge challenge. Um, and then um, being able to disappoint people is, is, is one part of it. But I think the other part of it is part of this is, you know, being willing <laughs> to listen to opinions that aren't in your own head. Yeah. You know, like, you know, what you just said was like, was interesting because there's two sides of that, right? Like you don't want to just take positions because you're worried about disappointing people, but you also don't want to do the opposite, which is you always want to just create controversy and just, and disappoint people all the time, just because you enjoy, enjoy the discomfort that that creates. I, 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 I tend to lean toward harmony and sometimes that uh, that leads to both just, you know, doing things not to disappoint people and then also doing things to disappoint certain people. Yeah. And I mean, if you really think about it, like it makes sense why there's so much war in our history, because it's pretty freaking hard to have an honest conversation with somebody and have nobody take anything personally, yeah. <laughs> especially when you see things differently. Right. And that's like, I think that's the crux of it is you have to be able to build rapport and a relationship and, and have genuine positivity and appreciation toward each other into the conversation while still representing different viewpoints, you know? Yeah. And we did it in school growing up, but not a lot of people can do it as adults. Yeah. And it's also important to parse through your relationships. And honestly, it is very important for, especially if, you know, when you're doing business and personal, there are two there is a line delineation between those two things. And it's very important that you know how to categorize relationships early in terms of where you put those type people in. Because once you blur those lines, it also becomes very confusing and even more challenging um, when, when, you, when you really do blur those lines. It's very important to kind of compartmentalize and evaluate relationships very early on and, and know where those relationships are going to stay so that you don't end up with these problems, right? And I think the truth is most of your relationships that are meaningful are the relationships you're going to have the most disharmony, discord in just be, by nature of spending so much time with people. You know what I mean? So that's uh, that's that's kind of the, the whole thing thing here is like how do you I guess we still haven't answered the question of like how do you how do you have the conversation with people how do you have effective communication with people that you know don't think like you their brains don't operate the same way you do they don't their 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 logic logical reasoning is completely different than yours yeah you know the thing that that um somewhat works for me is saying to people hey this is i don't know this is how i see things and this is where i'm coming from and here are my intentions and i always find it helpful to reiterate to people this is because people are so personal but essentially if i were to just say these are my goals and this is the outcome i'm trying to create and i want it to be a win-win on both sides that's one thing if you say my goal is to make sure, you know, it, I think it's really about setting the intention in your communication. So it's saying my goal is to make sure we both do this. Your business is this. My business is this. Or you do this. I do this. 
and here's the way I think we should approach it, and here's the rationale to why, you can have a really productive conversation. But the whole thing goes to shit when somebody reads a line in your thing and it triggers something and they get all emotional or ego-oriented or pissed off. And you know you can't really do anything for that person. They have to go burn that steam off, burn that fuel off that they created within themselves. And essentially, like I think the thing that we as a society need to acknowledge is like the second somebody's having a personal uh, reaction, they just took themselves out of the game. They're no longer a player. They're on the sidelines. Yeah, and you brought up an interesting, interesting point there, which is something that I try to w- work on for myself is that if you're having an important conversation with somebody, don't text them. It's really easy to, <laughs> to, to lose context and not misunderstand or take something emotionally that wasn't necessarily intended that way um, when it's through a medium like text or email, you yeah. know, you know, before. And if, if that somebody responds emotionally to you to a text message and that wasn't your intention, pick up, up the phone and call. Don't text back. I've learned that lesson many times is that sometimes it's 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 really the form of communication that causes the issue. Yeah. You know, the other thing that I've really been thinking about is like when you're in a power position, like I, over over my career in business, I've learned how to put myself in positions where things are at my discretion as opposed to at other people's discretion. And so when I make a decision, it'll usually be a decision that I'm making for, you know, pulling myself out of the situation, looking at the circumstances. I'm trying to facilitate things. I approach business with a sense of duty. And so that is really the driving driving factor behind everything I'm doing professionally. But you get the person that takes it really personally and then tries to get in your way or tries to create some situations to disrupt. But essentially, their, their kind of entire interaction with you ends up being them taking all the, all the negativity inside themselves and throwing it at you, right? I think it can be really tempting when somebody's coming to you and you're in a power position to use your power. And I just don't think that's the right call. I think every single time love is the right call. And if somebody transgresses beyond a certain point, at some point that power does have to be used to protect them from themselves as well. But I think that lines a lot further than we as a society treat it. I think we have this culture that we built through media where people love like shows like Suits, all these lawyer shows, like people love to fuck each other over. And it's like the antithesis of good business. Yeah, I mean, it's the nature of the beast, right? I mean, most people, you know, forgive them, they know not what they do. Most people are being manipulated by perception of who they think they're supposed to be versus actually being who they are. And I think that that's, that's rampant in society, specifically a society like the one we live in, where it's like, okay, these are the qualities that you need to have or attributes you need to have to be successful. And so everyone kind of tries to follow, this is how I'm supposed to be to fit what the personality of who I'm supposed to be based on the title or role or whatever I am. And the reality is if you're just authentic, I've found this to myself, authentic to who you are. Yeah. Some of the relationships are still going to go sour. People are going to misunderstand you, but it doesn't bother you as much when a relationship ends. Once you get to that point of clarity and understanding, well, you know, this relationship probably soured because we just don't see eye to eye. And I don't try, I try not to 
hold any personal animosity. I just move on. That's the most important thing. And, and that filters down to conversations that you have with people who don't agree with you or don't think like you. Don't hold on to it. Don't vet it because the other thing that happens is if you have a conversation doesn't lead anywhere, you might end up questioning yourself like, you know, what did I do wrong there? No, it literally is two wires being crossed and people not seeing eye to eye. You have to move on from those situations quickly and know what situations and what relationships and what people you need to keep in your orbit and which ones you need to keep distant from your orbit. Yeah, I agree. And I think like the only, you know, I think a lot of people love to take take fairness or justice into their hands and try to deal justice to people that they think are doing things wrong. And this is exactly where it comes up, what you were saying about um you know, what your definition is of right and wrong, your values, other people's values. Like, it's not your job to become, you know, the the judge, jury, executioner for every single person in your life. And the sooner you stop doing that, the better your quality of life will be. Yeah, you can, uh, I mean, that's that's the thing, right? This God complex that we all tend to have within us, which is like, I'm going to convince somebody. And anybody who's been on Twitter, go on Twitter and run a social experiment try to convince somebody who has a different viewpoint than you that you're right that's all that is is just people talking back and forth and if you look at those conversations there's literally never hardly ever a moment to say hey i acknowledge what you're saying it's just people talking across each other not to each other and that goes back to the point of like people needing this kind of human desire and the ego to always be right and to always feel like they can fix whatever they think is wrong with somebody else. That's not your job. Literally, it is not your job to fix anybody unless you are their parent. And even then, it's not necessarily your responsibility is your responsibility to give guidance. But ultimately, ask any parent of a teenager, no matter what you guide them to be, they're going to be their own person. And yeah. that's what I don't understand about society is we have so many examples of this throughout life of every parent goes through this, a child trying to show their identity. And for whatever reason, as a society, we reject that. And we want everyone to kind of fit in. And the cycle continues when I know people who talk shit about their parents and how they were, but then when they become parents, they do the same exact shit, which is they try to control their kids, try to direct them in the direction that they want them to be in and are extremely disappointed when it doesn't line up. And the reality is that that's just not how we're wired to work. (laughs) (laughs) So spot on. So spot on. So if there's anything I think to, to take away from this conversation in your own life, I think it's live your life for yourself. Be honest with the people around you and don't seek to be God. Just let let the way of things be the way of things and just flow with it. Yep, 100%. Well, I think on that note, we're at the end of, end of this deep dive. Hopefully that helped with uh, some thoughts on professional relationships. I think this is a it's a big topic though, so we might have to come back for seconds on this one. Yeah, and always stay moving. Be you, you is fly. Pilot boys out. Pilot boys out.